I don't know about you guys, but for me, music plays a massive role in my life. I love it. I love music, I love listening to it, I love playing it, and even more than that, I love talking about it in English, and I want to be able to pass those skills and that passion onto you guys to help you talk about it too. So, let's get cracking. Alright mate, how's it going today? I'm not too bad, thanks for asking. Welcome to another episode of the Dan Sensei English Podcast, the podcast that's designed for intermediate and advanced English learners that want to practice their listening skills, but they also want to pick up some new words and phrases along the way. And while you're at it, you might actually be entertained, and that can only be a good thing. If you're new around here, my name's Dan, and I'm here to help you stop being an English student and start being an English speaker. So today's podcast is all about music. We can't avoid music. Every time we turn on the TV, turn on the radio, go to a shop, there is music. You can't avoid it. Some people like me absolutely love it. Other people kind of don't care and it plays a passive role in their life, but it does affect every single one of us and that's why I wanted to talk about it today and as I said I'm a big music fan so I'm actually really looking forward to talking about music today. So um, let's get started back in my history if you like. I went to university as a younger lad in I went to Hull University and I studied sound engineering or creative music technology or I can't remember what it was called, <laughs> something like that. And basically, I learned how to record music. That was what I studied. Not just music, sound in general. You know, um, I did some stuff for movies. I recorded some bands. I worked in live houses and a little bit in a theater. And, you know, all that good stuff. Everything dealing with the recording of audio. That's what I studied. But even before that... Music played a huge, huge role in my life. It almost changed who I am as a person. Like, if it wasn't for music, I wouldn't have done the things I've done. I wouldn't have gone the places I've been. And I probably wouldn't have met a lot of the people that I have met. So it did change my life. Now, I'm going to tell you a bit of my history when it comes to music, right? When I was young, and I'm talking probably 10 years old, uh, in Sheffield, back in, you know, 19, early 90s, um, my first kind of introduction to music, I remember getting these kind of compilation tapes, right? They were called something like, Now That's What I Call Music 48, or something. There was loads of them. And it had all, like, the best songs of the day, right? And it's like a compilation, and maybe it'd have... For example, it'd have like Michael Jackson on it or, you know, stuff like that. And yeah, I remember getting those things. And the one song that really, really jumped out at me when I listened to that C there's tape, not even CD tape, was a song by Blondie called Heart of Glass. Um, now, if you don't know that song, I'll do a terrible impression for you. It's like... I'm not now, I'm not now. 
a glance. You know that song. <laughs> I apologize, by the way. Um, you may notice I'm not good at singing, but that song, I just really, really remember that song as a kid. I remember rewinding and listening to that tape loads and loads and loads. Another song that I remember as a kid that I really loved was Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. <laughs> you know, been spending most my life living in the gangster's paradise. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so both of them songs I remember having on tape. Um, these were given to me by other people. So that was early. The first song I ever remember buying, like with my own money, there's kind of three that I bought around the same time. One of them was by a band called Babylon Zoo. And it was called Spaceman. Um, you can find all these songs on YouTube, by the way. Uh, but this song was kind of a weird song. Um, and it was like, Spaceman, I always wanted you to go into Spaceman, into Galactic Something like that. <laughs> um, so I remember buying that. Um, I think that was the first CD I ever bought. Um, and that, at the time, in the UK, that kind of, like, electronic music um, was very, very popular. So I kind of got into, you know, electronic music, dance music, rave music, I guess you could call it. So my first real love in terms of music was rave music. Uh, I was probably about <laughs> nine, ten years old, didn't really understand what the rave scene was all about, but I liked the music, specifically a kind of music called Happy Hardcore. Ooh, uh, it's pretty cringy now, but when I was a kid, I loved Happy Hardcore. It was like dance music that was really, really sped up and fast, and it sounded a little bit like Chipmunks. Um, and I listened to that loads. I remember I would go to the, the market in my hometown and they would sell tapes from the live events, from the live raves. And I would just listen to these uprising tapes all the time. Um, yeah, if you're not sure what this is, uprising was a kind of music in the 90s that was very popular in the north of England. Uh, look it up if you're interested. But that's the kind of stuff I was really into. So yeah, strange musical start, right? Very strange. But that's what I was into. Um, and I would listen to like pop stuff on the radio. However, my life took a drastic turn. Probably around age 12, age 13. Around that time. So, I can't exactly remember which order this happened. But around that time, I discovered three bands. One of them was Green Day. Now, Green Day were really popular in like 1994. Um, so I must have been about 10, 11 years old, something like that. And there's a song, Basket Case. Uh, you know, Do you have the time to listen to me whine? That one. And I loved that song. Somebody gave me, one of my cousins, I think, gave me the CD. Uh, and I, I liked that. So I listened to that. Um, around that time, also The Offspring. Probably a little later, actually. I can't remember the timeline. But a band called The Offspring. They had a, a CD... Um, that had a song on it called Pretty Fly for a White Guy. 
Uh, everybody knows this song. You'd be like, and all the girlies say I'm pretty fly for a white guy. Dun, 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 dun. That one. <laughs> uh, and I bought that song. Um, and that song was not the important part. I bought that CD, but often on a single CD back in the day, you'd get the main song you bought, and maybe like what we call a B-side, like a, a different song. And this CD had a live version of one of their older songs called All I Want. Now, if you don't know what this song is, basically it's a very fast punk rock song. And I remember the first time I heard this song, like, I couldn't believe what I heard. Like, the drums were so fast and the guitars were so loud and the singer was, like, singing at the top of his lungs and, like, so much passion and, like, it just completely blew my mind. I'd never heard anything like that before. And instantly in that moment, I was like, that's it. That's the thing that I love. And I remember I listened to that song on repeat for hours, just the same song over and over again. Bearing in mind, this song is less than two minutes long, just over and over and over and over. And those two CDs completely changed my life, completely. That's the stuff that got me interested in punk rock, which if you don't know what punk rock is, you know, maybe you older guys think it's, you know, Sex Pistols, Ramones, Clash. Maybe you newer guys, I don't know, who's popular, like Avril Lavigne or Machine Gun Kelly, whatever, you know, there's different shades in between there. But punk rock, um, to quote a very famous band, punk rock changed my life. From about age 12, I decided that's it. That's the thing that I like. And I couldn't get enough of it. I just couldn't get enough of it. Um, and that's what I mean about it completely changed my life. Um, I just wanted to do that. I, I wanted to make a band. I wanted to go to see all these crazy uh, like dangerous live shows, you know, when you see people like in the mosh pit and stuff. And yeah, that was such a good time in my life. Honestly, looking back now, I even feel a little bit like goosebumps about it. Uh, so yeah, completely changed my life. And since then, I've kind of been obsessed with loud, heavy, aggressive music. You know, punk rock, metal um, hard rock, all that kind of stuff. Um, even though I'm a big music fan, I actually don't like a lot of music that most people say is good. Case in point, I am not a fan of the Beatles. I thought, I'm going to get a lot of slack for this, but I actually thought the Beatles were pretty mediocre. I don't get it. A lot, a lot of people really love the Beatles. I, I don't understand what the hype is all about. It's not my cup of tea. Now, there's a good expression for you. Not my cup of tea. We use that to say that we're not really into something. So, yeah, not my cup of tea. I'm also not very keen on a lot of the big bands, you know, from 70s, 80s, 90s. And whatever that is, you know, like you're going all the way back, like your Fleetwood Mac and um, stuff like that. You know, even... You know, Guns N' Roses, Aerosmith, all them like heavy rock bands, not interested. 
didn't really get it. Um, and even in the 90s, there were a lot of stuff that people really loved that I was just a bit like, eh, I don't get it. I don't really get it. I'm not that keen on stuff. But yeah, so as a youngun, got really into punk rock and... It starts small, you know. Uh, I, I bought like a Green Day CD and an Offspring CD, which you could argue is called pop punk. It's kind of poppy punk, kind of. It's like pop with guitars, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and then, you know, other bands at the time like Blink-182, Sum 41, that kind of thing. But then you kind of develop a taste for like the more underground, the more hardcore stuff. And then I got into bands like um, NoFX, Bad Religion, Propagandi, which were like the next stage. And then even now, still going down the different levels of bands that I really love. Um, and to the point where there's a lot of bands that I like that existed for one year, 10 years ago. And nobody knows who they are, but they're like my favorite bands. So there you go. That's kind of my introduction to music. Now, if we're going to talk about music, I did use a lot of expressions there. But some common expressions that you're going to hear when you're expressing the kind of musics that musics, the kind of music or artists that you like, there's a few ways. Let's say you want to express you like a certain genre of music. There's a few ways, you know. I like techno music. I'm really into West Coast hip hop, you know. Um I often listen to classical music whatever there's a few ways to do it uh, in terms of bands you can kind of say the same thing oh i'm really into arctic monkeys or uh, i often listen to ramstein <laughs> i don't know so that's easy same with if you're not really into something maybe you meet somebody who's like oh i absolutely love elvis like mm, i'm not that into elvis it's all right. I don't really like it. It's not my cup of tea. We already talked about. I'm not that keen on uh, Snow Patrol. <laughs> Turns out I don't know much modern music now I think about it. All of the music. This is how I know I'm getting old. Complete tangent. This is how I know I'm getting old. There came a point at some point in maybe early 2000s where I just stopped enjoying new music. Somebody like flicked a switch. And all the stuff before that time, I really loved. But all the stuff after that time, I'm not that bothered. Even some of my favorite bands, the albums that they released more recently, I'm not that bothered about. So that's how I know I'm getting old, by the way. That's how that works. When that happens to you, it's because you've got a bit old. It's, it's a fact of life. But yeah, so in terms of music, when we're talking about it, we can talk about genres. You know, I'm really into a specific genre. We can talk about artists or bands, depending on what you're into. Like, if it's an individual person or, you know, just a group of singers or something, maybe we call it artists. If it's a full band, call it a band. Or these days are like electronic music, the producers or DJs or whatever. There's a, there's a lots of ways to call it. Maybe you want to talk about the person or the group that makes the music that you like. Or you can talk about specific songs, like, oh, I absolutely love Beyonce's uh single ladies whatever it's called like all oh, the single ladies all oh, the single ladies you know that one <laughs> so the best thing about this podcast is just listening to me do really crap impressions of famous songs basically so i hope you've enjoyed that now that's kind of listening to music and talking about 
music that other people make. But me, personally, I actually love making music as well. You probably can see behind me over here, there's a guitar. So I taught myself to play guitar from about the age of 14, I think. I can't really remember, but I remember I got a guitar for Christmas because I wanted to play the songs that I loved, you know, Offspring, Green Day, whatever. And yeah, I got a guitar for Christmas and I taught myself how to play these songs, kind of just like listening and learning very basic chords and using the internet to find out what chords, what order I should play the chords in. A chord, by the way, if you're not sure, is a collection of notes played at the same time on a guitar or a piano or whatever. It's called a chord. And yeah, slowly but surely I taught myself how to play guitar. Didn't, I took a couple of lessons when I started, but basically self-taught, just listening to songs I liked and trying to copy them. Good stuff. Uh, since then, I've actually learned how to play bass as well. I don't actually have a bass guitar here in Japan, but I can play bass. And I can also play drums, even though I've only owned a drum kit for about a year of my entire life. I spend most of my time tapping on the desk. Uh, you can ask my wife, drives her crazy. I'm always tapping on something. Um, so yeah, that's how you know if somebody's a drummer. They're always tapping on something, whether it's their lap or, you know, the desk. Something like that. So yeah, I can play drums as well. I, I'm not... Now here's a good expression. I could say I'm a jack of all trades. This idiom means like I can do everything all right, but nothing well. And this is true for my entire life, to be honest. But a jack of all trades. Imagine a pack of cards, right? You know, uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, jack, queen, king, ace, right? Ace is the best one. Then the king is the next. But jack is a little bit down. It's not the best card, but it's all right. You know, it's not bad. Now, jack of all trades. I'm a jack of everything. Like everything, I'm pretty all right, but I'm not the ace of anything, right? And um, the and in English we say a jack of all trades to describe someone. Uh, like Steve's a bit of a jack of all trades, like that. And I consider myself that way about music. I'm reasonably okay at guitar and bass and drums. I can get by, but I'm not particularly good at any of them. So there you go. Um. I'd love to be able to play piano, but I just can't do it. I've tried. I can't do it. I'd also love to play a brass instrument, you know, trumpet or trombone or saxophone or something. But, yeah, not really for me. Uh, stringed instruments or just whacking things with sticks. Sounds good. <laughs> That's what I like. Um, and now, the last thing I want to talk about today is my first experience with live music. CDs and well, you guys, <laughs> CDs, showing my age, records, tapes, CDs. Nowadays, you know, Apple Music, Spotify, however you listen to your music these days. It's one thing, but experiencing a live concert is a whole other ball game. It's a different kettle of fish, completely different. And live music is a huge passion of mine. I've played in bands, I've played live shows for a huge part of my life, but there's nothing better than going to a live concert and experiencing live music. It's, I, I don't, it's like a drug, honestly. Like, I, I just love it, and I've never not loved it. The first concert I ever went to, I remember 
so vividly. I was probably about 15 years old and I went to Manchester. Now, me and my friend went to Manchester on the train on our own. It's two like 15 year old kids. I can't remember if my mum knew I was going or not. I can't remember if we kind of lied or I don't really remember. But I went to see a band called Alkaline Trio. Fantastic band, um, if you're into that kind of thing. It, in Manchester, at the Manchester University Hall, or whatever it was called. And there was three bands playing. There was uh, a ska band called Jesse James. who were, They had one popular song about that time. Then there was a support act called Face to Face, who were absolutely amazing. And then the main artist was called Alkaline Trio. Now, I'd never been to a live show. I didn't know what to expect. I was a 15-year-old kid, maybe 14. And, you know, it was all new. And I was, like, so excited. And we get in there. And I, I don't know what to do with myself. Um, but the music started. And people just kind of went crazy. You know, people were, like, um, dancing around or moshing or whatever you want to call it like the mosh pit where people are like bouncing into each other and stuff and uh, crowd surfing and stage diving and all this wild stuff as a 15 year old kid I didn't really know what to do I was like shocked by it like whoa what is happening what's all this and of course after like maybe one song of just watching people go crazy I'm like this looks fun I want to try so I remember like jumping in the mosh pit and like bouncing around with people and pretty sure I got punched in the nose. But, you know, <laughs> there's a famous phrase. If you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. If you don't want to be in the mosh pit, get out of the mosh pit. And if you're in the mosh pit, maybe you're going to get a bashed nose. That's life. But just that experience of being in that crowd that's full of energy and listening to this music, honestly one of the best experiences of my life and I've been to so many we call gigs in England but so many concerts so many gigs festivals and stuff like that even last week I went to see some Japanese punk rock bands in my hometown love it can't get enough of it and I hope that never disappears in my life I hope I'm always into it uh, in one way or another so that was basically me talking for 23 minutes about my love of music. I hope you enjoyed listening to me talk. I hope you learned a couple of phrases along the way. And yeah, time for today's question. I'd love to know what kind of music are you into? Let me know below. Let's talk about it. And just to finish up today, this podcast was requested by Tom over on Patreon, part of the Study Squad. Uh, he's a bass player as well. And we, we often talk about music um, you know, on the Discord channel and stuff. So, yep, shout out to Tom. This one's for you, buddy. If you're interested in joining the Study Squad on Patreon, the link is in the show notes in the description. It's a community of people that want to practice their English together. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to the Discord server. Imagine it's a bit like a WhatsApp group with more functions or a Telegram group with more functions. So you can speak together. You can use text or you can go in the voice room and actually speak with your microphone. It's great. You can ask me questions about English and you can practice English with me and other people. 
good stuff. You're also going to get loads of extra stuff as well, you know, extra videos, extra podcasts, shadowing practice every single week if you want to improve your intonation and your word stress and stuff. And if you join at the $10 level, you get access to my weekly Chinwag group, which is a Zoom meeting where we all get together on Zoom and we chat together in English. It's awesome. I'd love to see you in there and I promise you it'll help you practice using English. Links in the description. Go check it out. But thank you very much for listening to this podcast today and I'll catch you in the next one. See ya. See ya.